my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Tyramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kid read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said Nelson's bleeding today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. <laughs> You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Taramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. Hello and welcome to a frightening new episode of Chronicle.su. Well, check it out. We're already right back in the pause music. I have to fix this. I'd like to lead in tonight with a little prayer. By God, dear God, dear Lord, sweet Lord, in little baby Jesus' name, I pray. All we ask, Lord, is for you to get us through the coronavirus. We don't need no unemployment. We don't need no stimulus. We don't need no government assistance. Just work us to death, by God. I want to get right back into them Amazon warehouses and fire anybody who was too scared to be sick. Laying around, collecting unemployment, playing with your cock, fucking up the internet for everybody that was already laying around at home anyway. Well, this is the show. It has to, there is no internet. It has to go out like this. So, no live show, uh, no studio audience. Just, um, it's just you and me tonight on Hate Radio. Sucking and fucking. Every, did you hear the sirens just now? When I was in school, my teachers would say, like, I don't care what you are. White, black, red, purple, and I'd think purple. Because actually I have a thing against purple people. So I would always I'd say, let me stop you right there. Teach. Um, you never see people interact with a mentor. You know, I mean, you know, everybody has a fucking mentor, don't they? I don't know. What, what, who has a mentor? Like, I, the only people I've ever met who have mentors are like, um, you know, they also wear headbands, you know. They... They seem to have too much time on their hands and no direction. My mentor, uh, who's actually my mentor. The lead singer of the Lilies, who's actually my mentor, um, now that I mention it. Um, I, do you know anybody with a 9-to-5 job and a mentor? <laughs> do you know anybody who's got like a family and a uh, mortgage and um, I don't know? responsibilities do they have a mentor as well 
I remember seeing TV commercials for mentors when I was a kid, and I would think like, the fuck's a mentor? Why don't I have a mentor? I'd be like, hey, mom, you going to uh, go out and meet me a mentor at the bars tonight, or am I going to have to do this thing on my own? But I would always encourage my mom to go out and fuck my future mentor. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be like an, a good uncle or like a father figure or something like that? A, a mentor, like a big brother maybe? If my brother ever called me his mentor, though, I would not... That seems like extra responsibility. Like, I'm, Is that teaching someone how to think? You're, I'm your mentor. Let's look it up real quick before we move on. Now, we do have some internet, enough to look up the word mentor. Or maybe we don't. Uh, an no, a mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. Here's an example. He was her friend and mentor until his death in 1915. So as far back as 19, whatever the fuck, they had mentors. Um, used as a verb, you would say that I am mentoring this young woman out back of the KFC. Past participle, I mentored that group of nuns before sending them over the cliff in a van. I've never seen uh, people interact with a mentor. I I never had one. Like, I, Was I deprived of uh, mentorship? Is it, or is it called mentorship? What does it mean again? Someone, an experienced and trusted advisor. Um, similar, you would have a trainer or a teacher or a tutor, a coach, an instructor. And you also hear about people who have life coaches. Am I a, would I be a life coach? Would you trust me to mentor you to some extra place in life? Like maybe one day you would like to have a, middling uh, obscure fucking radio show and uh and you don't know how to get there maybe you would like to publish a blog that is ignored by virtually the entire world well talk to hate second i'll i'll get you set up with uh with some mediocrity mentoring i'll take you to the next level of the middle levels I fucking hate medleys. Like, play the songs or don't play them, but don't mash them all up together like you're making a cute little joke out of something people enjoy. Medleys fucking suck. It kills the spirit of every song you include in the medley. Like, what do you expect us to do? Oh, you're playing your little fucking medley. Pat our knees and say, oh yeah, I remember that song. Wouldn't it be nice to hear it in full at length? Like, what the fuck? Like, uh... Uh, medleys remind me of those commercials that used to come on TV late at night. Or they would turn into infomercials. Like you think you're watching a 90-second commercial and you're like, man, they really fucking love Creed's Clearwater Revival, right? And they want me to, too. But then five minutes of it goes by and you realize that, oh, they're going to do this for the next two hours. This is what pays for my Beavis and Butthead reruns or something. So, like, five minutes of music would go by and you never heard a whole song. You're just a list of compilation CDs. I hear a bad moon rising. And you're like, yeah, I love that song, man. Oh, here it comes. Here comes the hook. And it's like, coming around the bend. It's just like, okay. Yeah, I love that song too. 
I, I really like that part of this in the song where it goes, Proud Mary. It's like, okay, we're not going to hear fucking anything. So they're like selling you just the idea of this music, but you never get to hear a single. And you see it highlighted like all their best fucking songs. It's like, come on, the rising wind. You're like, yeah, yeah. Where's that? <laughs> it's on this CD. Buy it, you fucking 10 year old. Like, I remember that. That was good. That was good. It sh- sure would be nice to, to be hearing that right now instead of this horse shit in front of me. You need cooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. I barricaded my front door. I piled a bunch of furniture in front of it because there was trucks driving up and down Metropolitan Avenue earlier. Large, open-backed barracks trucks full of men brandishing AK-47s. I figured play it safe. So I piled a couch and a, a dresser in front of the door. This is Hate Radio. Um, we're going to take a short break. So far, so good. And when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll get into the real Corona Radio. Chronicle.su.
yeah, we've been down here at the Chronicle. Um, it's hard to put into words, really, what it's like to live in a dead, silent New York City. Um, where you can feel the people around you, but nobody's allowed to touch. Nobody's allowed to uh, just get a fucking shot of espresso and laugh to get, like, there's nothing going. You can't do anything. It's like, uh, you know, you might as well be in, in the middle of the woods out here. And um, people have been using the internet as a window into the world, which is really not as good as a window because <laughs> if you if you if you just look outside the window it's like uh you know it's a normal it's quiet is what it is and um that's good but if you look at the internet not not so quiet do you see the picture of these fucking uh, ghouls standing in the window of uh um uh, uh, the ohio governor they're standing outside of the ohio governor's fucking closed glass doors one's got an anonymous mask on a trump hat making a really nice trump hat like with the extra embroidery and then uh like the the classic 90s uh denim trump hat with the off white beige white lettering very attractive hat but uh doesn't look as good with with that name on it and then the lady holding the american flag it's like brand new Another lady is holding her phone up to the uh, window as if to say, like, look what you're doing to me. There's a guy with a bullhorn. They're all fish-eyed. Fucking just dead expressions. And uh, their faces are contorted in these um, howling expressions. And uh, the, guy with, the guy with the, you know, I'm not going to, like, make a bunch of easy jokes about them, but they look like ghouls. Just absolute fucking ghouls. These are the last people you would ever want um, to have a conversation with, or to you don't you wouldn't even really want to like encounter them in the yard while you're getting your paper. You know, you'd you'd be like, God, I hope they don't fucking get their stupid all over me today. You know, I'm just trying to move around the world and got these fucking ghouls <laughs> looking at me. No. No. It's gross, right? Imagine having to be there. Um, you're the guy that like just runs the, the Ohio governor's building and you have to see your your fellow people acting this way. And you're probably wondering, gee, what are they so upset about? What's got them up in this window? They want to go back to work. Uh, or they want something to happen. Like they want to... You know, they want to be allowed to sit in a Burger King again. I don't know what it is, but these don't look like people. Like, these are the least essential fucking people. Um, which is why they're, they've been asked not to work, you know. <laughs> they asked me to stop writing. They said, you're not essential. Could you please stop? I'm like, but I can do it from home. They say, really, just don't. We're good. Thanks. I was like, okay. And, uh, I mean... We are really not on our best representation these last few years. <laughs> we look bad, you know? Like, we look we look sick, we're pale, we're not getting enough sun. I don't know what it is, but this is not a good look for us. 
Just take your fucking pandemic. Have a little dignity, man. Fucking yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna get together and yell and scream, fucking do it. You know, we'll we'll all pay the consequences. It doesn't matter. It all shakes out in the end. But what you don't want to do is go looking like a fucking ghoul in front of the governor while he's trying to manage the pandemic. <laughs> and Ohio got it really bad too. Like they they needed to close down. Like I know, I think everybody in Ohio fucking got it. Um. Yeah, chill out. You know, I live in New York and I don't have it. Like everybody around me is being careful. Uh, which is cool. Like my neighbors are cool. Uh everything's fine here. Nothing, you know, there's no stupid shit going on here. So uh you know, we're we're, we're in the epicenter and we don't fucking have it. Everybody can spin around and not not hit each other for 10 yards in Ohio. They all fucking got it. Okay, and now they're at the governor's office, like they're mad at him. Like, hey, you know, you guys are the fucking ones. Like, don't blame the governor, you know. He's he's not why everybody's sick. But these people, they look like they don't believe in it. That's like the real thing. The 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 they act like this is extra, like you know, like hey, you gotta stand on the X, man. You can't stand that close to people. They're like, Oh, well, excuse me. I you know, I thought this was America. Yeah, just could you just stand on the fucking X and like we all have to fucking do this? Could you just you know, Joe? It's because like we don't want your your mama to die. You know, we don't give a fuck about you standing here acting all shitty to me. It's it's because like you know, there's people older than you that are fucking uh, that have to deal with the consequences of your negligence. So yeah, stand on the fucking X and shut up. We really don't want to hear that. But this is a group of people that all have managed to get together. They're like, you know what? The the ind- People don't like us in society as individuals. We should come together so that uh, the asshole portion of society is better represented outside of the Ohio governor's office. This is a photograph by Joshua Bickle. And this is probably going to win a Pulitzer, right? It's an amazing photograph. You'll You'll see it if you haven't. Um, these fucking ghouls uh, standing outside the Ohio governor's office. Talk about a zombie-looking photograph, man. People make a lot of jokes about how we're zombies on our phones and shit. Like, these guys look like zombies without phones. And speaking of zombies, Lebel Droker Incorporated, sponsor of tonight's um, syndicated program, Lebel Droker hangs over you faithfully. Like the fallout of a nuclear wasteland in a zombie apocalypse, a scene that you're probably familiar with if you play video games or, or you like uh, torturing yourself with every fucking zombie movie. At the clock stroke of midnight, they turn their eyes to see the flicker of the screen light. Lebel Droker ain't never gonna let you be, son. Move over, Rover. Let Lebel Droker take over. This is the last time you'll ever taste food. We guarantee it. I got coronavirus. Go ahead and fuck through it, says Internet Chronicle affiliate. Dr. Angster makes troubadour. What's a man to do? Man's got to unload his balls. You've got to unload your balls, Dr. Troubadour says. Do I talk like I'm fucking around? We are right in the middle of a goddamn pandemic, and you guys are talking about a radio show? Who gives a fuck, it says here, 
Right now, I'm needed in the ICU. Always a pleasure to hear from Dr. Eggstrom Troubadour. I hope he's washing his hands. It's funny. I was I was talking to this other, this fucking idiot, man. People have their stupid fucking opinions. This guy was like, I'm cool with it to a certain extent. Talking about Michigan, uh, closing down, shutting down, stay at home, whatever. He says, but then, like, once they start taking my liberties away, I'm just like, no. Like, go f- I, I, I said to the guy, go fuck yourself. As if you're making a nuanced point of view. Is this, or are you being original? I said, I hope they don't, t- <laughs> I told him, I hope they don't just take your liberties away. I hope they take your fucking breathing tube away. Um, and people keep, and, you know, then everybody was on my side laughing at this guy. Like, oh yeah, he's a fucking... Like, really, it doesn't matter how reasonable or logical you sound. Like, if the other person is funnier, then uh, then they win. That's how we that's how we got this president. Um, you ever just be fucking around, like, being self-deprecating? And uh, if the other person says, no, hey, no, you're not dumb. It'll get better soon. Or, like, you've never abused me. Or you're not trash. How fucking annoying. Completely missing the point and bringing the conversation back down to serious time. That... That seems to happen to me quite a bit. And that must be on me, because, like, maybe I really do come off as a moron. I'm an idiot, you know? I think I am. Um, somebody left a note on our front door that some said, like, moron or something. I think that was, they were talking about me. You, you tell this to somebody, and they're like, No, you're not a moron. No, you're normal. You grew up normal and you had fr- like okay you know let's I, i'm sorry let's take it back to serious time like hey you're choking around a lot it's serious time okay why don't you come in the other room with us okay we're all in here being serious why don't you quit joking around quit fucking around on your radio show come in here sit with us it's serious time we're not in here fooling around come on it's serious time james come on <laughs> it's serious time why don't you come in the other room with us? We're we're all watching Survivor. It's serious time, okay? We're not in there drinking beer and playing video games with you, not taking everything seriously, okay? We're in here having serious conversations, interpreting everything literally, nothing in the abstract, no irony or sarcasm. Get in here. It's serious time. We're all sitting and staring in the same direction. This is Hate Radio, brought to you proudly by Chronicle.su. Uh, we got breaking news headlines out of uh, the internet chronicle coming up after the break but first a message from our sponsor listening to radio hate and internet chronicle production
Remember old country roads, playing music on the porch, decorating trees with minorities. I get a little grouchy when I'm hungry. Weeble Trocker remembers. It's been the American way for 200 years. Now, the Weebel Droker appetite suppressant keeps you looking thin. Imperfectly. Fills me up. I'm not hungry anymore. Packed with Terramax, Weebel Droker Pharmaceuticals threw everything we got into a single pill to keep you going. You get the feeling there's nothing you can't do. I can go on until dinner. Official snack food of the 1984 Olympic Games. Paranoia uh, is a wonderful thing because it instantly organizes what's otherwise chaotic. something to tell you. It's okay. You're listening to Radio Hate, a Liebel Troker production. to get into the top headlines at uh, chronicle.su as we close out the show. Um, scientists have created a mutant enzyme that recycles news headlines within just hours, uh, according to new research. 
from the Liebel Droger Institute of Terramax. But first, Twitter squashes a profit bug that was uh, for a long time protecting users outside of the scope of what is profitable. This happened on the internet. At long last, Twitter has removed a petulant privacy bug from the platform that prevented advertisers from gaining necessary access to sensitive details about the entire user base. A valuable option in Twitter's privacy settings called Share Your Data with Trusted Affiliates once enabled trust between consumers and good-natured cookie salesmen. Now, that special trust can never be disabled. It is being heralded as a day of light, disinfecting some of Twitter's darkest corners. The staggering effect of this devastating boon to customer relations will expand throughout the Internet, according to Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour of the Internet Chronicle Institute of Advanced Intelligent Learning. We all aged a little faster today, Troubadour said. Twitter users in the barbarian regions of the European Union and United Kingdom will have to opt in, like animals, to sharing their much-needed private details with advertisers representing Kellogg's, part of a complete breakfast, Google, whose slogan is Don't Be Evil, and the beloved Disney, who brought you such motherfuckers as Bambi, The Lion King, and Robin's Hood. Selling your data is the most important thing in this world to Twitter. Before providing anything to friends, family, or loved ones during this difficult time, Troubadour advises readers to first share their marketing data with trusted privacy-aware partners at Twitter.com. This tidings of good cheer for all they do for us. Twitter has a long way to go before their work is finished, restoring relations between advertisers, users, and their precious life-sustaining data. Settings like disable web tracking still pose a threat to those relations. What are you afraid they'll find out? Additionally, loopholes in the law continue to obstruct the free flow of such vital information as your name, email address, phone number, and username. Uh, now, Dr. Troubadour comes back in this story, and Dr. Troubadour knows shit. Okay, and in case you don't know that he knows shit by what he's saying, you can still tell Dr. Troubadour knows his shit by how he's saying it. And he says, because the American legislation system is so messed up, uh, Tru Tru Troubadour said, Twitter profits didn't grow fast enough last quarter. It seems rather unfairly that no amount of lobbying Congress can save us, Troubadour said. Like the coronavirus, this threat to privacy is a global issue. It's going to take more than the gift basket or a hand job to start explicitly selling our usernames. Now, with everyone stuck in their homes, uh, today is the perfect chance for a pure measurement of our social value. So hop onto Twitter and show the advertisers who you really are. This message is brought to you proudly by Liebel Droker Incorporated. We don't give a fuck about your privacy. We only want your money. Top story tonight. Scientists have created a mutant enzyme that recycles news headlines within just hours of exposure. This too happened on the internet. If it sounds too good to be true, that's because it comes from Liebel Droker Laboratories, tonight's sponsor. A mutant amoebic enzyme that breaks down news content for recycling has been created by scientists working tirelessly at Liebeldroker Laboratories in Van Nuys, California. The enzyme, originally discovered in the garbage outside of the home of deceased Fox News anchor Sean Hannity, reduced news headlines such as those found on Broadsheet to clips and phrases that were then reconstituted into brand new meanings. You haven't seen anything like this. Existing technologies usually require a blogger between the keyboard and chair. The megacorporation behind the breakthrough, Liebeldroker Incorporated, said it was aiming for industrial-scale news regurgitation within two years. 
It has partnered with major companies including TerraMax, Pfizer, and Apple, where they say the technology can also be used to break down pill bottles, plastics, and obsolete computers. Independent experts call the new enzyme everything from alarming to concerning and reportedly very exciting. This comes after trillions of paragraphs of journalistic waste have polluted the news environment, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, and pose a significant risk to public well-being, according to this article. Critics have called for revitalized public education as a countermeasure to toxic news reporting and propaganda, but Liebel Droker threatens to reuse every news headline that hits their artificial intelligence learning machines by the fall of 2022 promising to permanently transform human perception of reality forever. Yeah, we knew you'd like that. There's a picture here. Sean Hannity uh, was once found dead. His his body was covered completely in fentanyl patches. Liebel Droker changed all that today. The new enzyme was revealed in research published on Saturday night in the Raleigh T. Sakers Weekend Journal of Biomedical Nightmares. The work began with the intake of thousands of issues of old spunk-filled New York posts found outside Hannity's home nearly four years ago. Hannity was recently named by Media Watchdog as the world's leading source of coronavirus misinformation after his death. CEO and Liebel Droker News Trition Committee Chairman Raleigh Sakers announced in 2017, for example, that he was planning to kill himself spectacularly in front of friends, family, and the media after pulling a handgun out of a wrinkled-up brown paper bag. Now, with this new enzyme, science predicts narrative timelines that flourish and emerge naturally as if from the ether. To be able to rewrite this data, to misrepresent the event, rewrite history, or even generate entirely new reports, ready for publication at the legendary and infallible Internet Chronicle. Stay tuned for breaking news updates from an amoebic reaction. The Internet Chronicle. Your stupid body doesn't know the difference. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to this uh, lockdown edition of Radio Hate. It's, you know, they, they don't normally ask me to do something like this, but, you know, they did ask me to stop writing, but they asked me to keep producing the show. So here it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen after this. Is the news business going back to normal? I mean, the um, not the news business, but the fucking movie and film and TV and everything, like, the only thing that has survived is the radio. So, um, we'll see what happens. You know, comedy is weird right now. You can't go and um, just watch stand-up comedy, right? And if you go on YouTube, you, you're you not really going to catch people doing their act because that's, like, the opposite of what you're trying to do when you do comedy on stage. So, like, we're not getting a lot of polished finished shit to watch um louis ck's special came out you know say what you will about his jerking off i really don't give a shit the uh the special was it was better than 2017 but it's uh he's he's different something's changed and it i can't really put my finger on it but there's just something different about louis ck now and it it's like he he kind of uh went too far out of his way to um, own what he has done in, in a way. So he's kind of playing this character of like, ha ha, I got you kind of um, comedy. Like, you know, I get it, but 
hopefully um, this is just what it looks like to try to get back into making specials every couple of years. I don't know. It was it was fine, but it was definitely unfinished. And what else are you going to watch, you know? How many times can you watch Tiger King and go back and catch other details? I knew that bitch killed her fucking husband. Or, uh, you know, I'm watching the Larry Sanders show. That's like the best fucking... Uh, Gary Shandling created the Larry Sanders show in the 90s. He was offered a uh, late-night spot. He would be one of the late-night hosts, like, next to Conan, really. Uh, he would be, like, where, you know, probably where Conan is. Um, but he said, no, I want to do a show about doing late-night. So he, d- he created a, a sitcom that I think is better than Seinfeld. Um, you just got to watch it. Rip Torn is in it. Jeffrey Tambor plays his sidekick, Hank. And uh, Janine Garofalo's in it. Um, like, really, in everybody that's huge. Everybody that ever would have gone on his show uh, doing Late Night actually came on the Larry Sanders show anyway. So it's like he got to do the Late Night show, but he got to do a, a sitcom around it. And he didn't have to pretend like he gives a fuck about Starlet's you know, little projects that are coming out and and stuff. Like, God, man, could you imagine trying to give a fuck about somebody's Instagram in the 90s? Like, um, I've got a little web page where pictures go up and you can click like on it. Like, we'd be like, okay, thanks. Don't give a shit. But now that we can all do it, it's like, we're just, we're ape shit about it. I don't have an Instagram. I don't have um, Facebook. I don't, I don't, I have Twitter. And it's fun, right? But uh, you can't get too you can't get too wrapped up in that shit, or it's not very fun. Nothing is fun if you care about it. That's what we should go out on. Is um, hey, you know what? It's serious time. Why don't you? Radio show's over. Come on in here and sit with the family. Quit listening to your toxic friends on the internet and listen to Grandpa's racism. Okay, this is radio hate. We're all gonna be sweet little babies to each other and. Uh, until next time, don't, um, what if, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. It's, uh, it's gonna be like this for a while. Fucking, you know, hope you're eating. <laughs> Maybe we'll make America work again, I don't know. Go fuck yourselves. This is Radio Hate. <laughs> Tu causes ta rendre chinawan, t'es né des astanapas, t'es
Come, then it is a stun. 